Are you wondering what you can do to grow your Pilates business? Well, you are finally in the right place. I'm here to share with you all about the business side of your business. And in this very first episode, I'm sharing with you a little bit more about me and why I'm here with you today. I'm also going to share a glimpse into the challenges, just a few of them that I've seen studio owners face, especially as they grow and how I plan to help you avoid some of the same challenges. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Well, hey there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. This is the very first episode of the Pilates Business Podcast, something that has certainly been in the works for a very long time. I'm Sarah, and if we haven't met before, then I'm extra happy to have you here with me today and welcome. I'm the founder of Spring 3 and a consultant and coach to boutique fitness studio owners. And I plan on being here alongside you each and every week to guide you forward and keep you focused on what matters most to you in your business. Now, I've been doing this for so long that I could talk for days with you about the business side of fitness. Over the years, I've seen a ton of trends um, just come and go, but also evolve. And one thing I know is that as a busy studio owner and business owner, you have a lot going on. You have a lot on your plate. You're wearing a lot of different hats right now. So I want to help ease your load just a little by bringing some practical guidance and tips to your earbuds. (laughs) Because here's the thing, I see the work that you're doing. I see you helping your clients, your teachers, and your students to be stronger, see them becoming happier, and I see them becoming healthier. You're giving them a community, a space where they belong, some words of encouragement when they need it, a friendly smile when they walk through the door, when they pop onto Zoom. But I know that you don't always see it that way. And I also know it's not always rainbows and unicorns when you are running a business. And if you are feeling that way, you are not alone. Wherever you're at and whatever stage you're at in your business, you are not alone. There are other people out there in the same spot as you, and there are people out there who can also help you. So, Let me share a little bit about my journey in this world with you and how I got to be here with you today. So my journey in this world began in around 2007, 2008 in New York City, where I was actually working really long hours in a career that was very fast paced, but also very exhausting. I was on the fast track to burnout 100%. And like so many who make that switch from the corporate world into the world of boutique fitness, I was looking for something that gave me a bit more balance in my life, but that was also more fulfilling, right? And, you know, I'd been taking Pilates for a while. um, And as someone who was fairly active, you know, I ran most days, I was actually competing very often in triathlons in those days as well. And I considered myself to be relatively fit and strong. And 
Pilates really had intrigued me because, well, it was just so hard and honestly so different to anything else that I'd done. And, you know, that was back in the days in New York City around 2007, 2008. It was that very beginning of the development of the boutique fitness industry that we know today. And so I decided to leave the world of finance behind and to spend a little bit more time learning about Pilates and the method. And on that journey, I, you know, took a few turns, but eventually it led me to a teacher training program. And, you know, going into that program, I was absolutely a total fish out of water coming from a background where there was a lot of structure in the career and a very sort of clear path forward. This was a totally new world. Fast forward through my training program and, you know, around a year later, I was in New York teaching clients in a really busy studio and having the fortune of being around some really wonderful teachers and having some fantastic clients. But I was already feeling the pull of the business side and thinking about what's next. And if I'm honest, at that moment, I thought that I would be opening my own studio or actually perhaps series of studios. That's what I thought was ahead for me at that moment. But as I got to continue on my path as a teacher and I started to think about business, the business side and growing a business and what that might look like, I began to talk about that with some of my colleagues and some of the teachers that I knew. And as I got to talking with them, I found that they had a lot of questions about how to grow their business. And some of those questions are questions that, you know, answers that I could help them based on, you know, my uh, experience and my knowledge of the business world and of marketing and of finance and of management. And essentially, that's how I came. That was the very beginning, the very, very, very early days, the seed that was planted for what I now do, helping studio owners to grow their businesses. And ultimately, I was asked by a couple of studio owners to help them to create business and marketing strategies. I was asked to help to uh, consult with one of my colleagues as they bought their studio. And I was helped to consult with another one of my, uh, my clients as they were expanding their studio rapidly. And they were seeking my guidance because they wanted someone who knew the industry from the inside. And that's really how Spring 3 came to be. And since I made the decision to commit to helping other studio owners to grow their businesses, and I've worked with all sorts of studios around the world, helping them build bar studios, yoga studios, spin studios, dance studios, and of course, Pilates studios. So trust me when I say I have seen it all. Over the last, um, it's over eight years now, I've had the huge fortune of working with all types of businesses in the boutique fitness space, from class-based businesses to private studios to online businesses to hybrid studios to teacher building teacher training programs to expanding studio locations, online programs, and everything in between, honestly. And, you know, over those years, I have seen a lot and there are a few things that come up for me often, um, a few things that, you know, I really stand by in my business and that in the work that I do with my clients. And I kind of want to share some of those things with you today because I think it'll give you a little bit of an understanding of who I am and where I'm coming from. So the first uh, core principle that I really stand by is that there is no one way to build your business, but I do think that there is probably one way that is best for you. So what do I mean by that? 
Well, in all of the years and with all of the studios that I've worked with, no two businesses are the same. Even those who may be in the same neighborhood with the same client base, I'm telling you, they are different on the inside. This, their owners have different goals. They have different visions. They have different needs for their business. They have a, a different way of doing things and often a different culture or atmosphere inside of their studio as well. And it's a good thing. We like it when studios are different because it means that they are unique, they stand out, and they're distinctive to their clients. So I've actually worked with studios in cities where, you know, you would imagine that they, on the outside, these studios look look like they are huge competitors and that they might operate very similarly and have similar issues on the inside, you know. But when I dive under the hood and I see these two studios or three studios that I work with, even though they may all offer private sessions or they may all have a small team of teachers or a very similar client base, when I look under the hood and I speak with the studio owners and I understand what their vision is for their business and I take a look at what's happening inside of their business, there is so much that is different. And one of the biggest things that's often different is what that vision is that the, uh, the studio owner has for their business. And it's always held true. No matter what, it's always held true. Every single studio is different. And honestly, it's why I love what I do. I get to work really closely with every single studio owner who comes into my business and through my programs. And I want to help each and every one of them build the business that they want, right? And, you know, I'm a firm believer that there is no one way to do that. I also don't believe that we're all on um, a journey to the same destination. I do think that, you know, people want different things from their businesses. And I think that's a really, really good thing. And it's what makes each of our businesses so different. And so if we're all going to a different place, that means that the tactics and the strategies will all be slightly different. So there is no cookie cutter solution. There isn't one way to do it at all. In fact, you know, one of the one of the, my favorite parts about what I do is that I get to share with my clients strategies to help them. And they may be strategies that I've shared with other studios or studio owners, but they're often implemented in slightly different ways inside of their business based on their needs and their goals. So you can't go looking around at what other people are doing because you don't know what their goals are or what their vision is for their business. And, you know, that, I know that's a real challenge in today's world. We're on Instagram and we can see, you know, a lot of what's happening inside of someone else's business. But that is one of those things I really encourage people to just be very aware of doing. And it might be actually not helping them to do that because if you're trying to retrofit someone else's strategies into your business and you go, don't have the same vision for your business, you don't have the same, uh, you're not on that same journey, then it's just going to cause a lot of frustration for you and a lot of uh, perhaps a lot of headaches actually. So I don't think there's one way to build your business and I don't believe in a cookie cutter solution. I believe in finding strategies and solutions for your unique needs and what your goals are for your business. So you have to really stay focused on what matters to you. And that's really hard, really, really hard. But we have to think about, you know, where are you going and what do you want from your business? What fulfills you? What is your vision? And, you know, these are questions that I ask often because they are really so fundamental, but they often are overlooked. And I'm here to help guide you on these questions too, because here's the thing, when you know your destination, it's way easier 
to plan your path to get there, right? When you know where you're going, then you can figure out the step-by-step of how you're going to get there. But if we're trying to figure out which direction we're going in, then we're going to take a very long and winding path forward. We may even go backwards, make a horizontal, <laughs> right? But we want to, we, and the idea is though, that we keep moving forward towards a vision that we want. So um, it's really important to think about where you want to be. And it doesn't have to be a huge, grand, big, giant goal, but making those, taking those small steps to move forward towards something that you want is really important. The second thing that comes up for me a lot when I work with my clients and something that I share with my clients very, very often is this. I believe in the power of you, who you are, what you do, and how you do it. You really do make a huge impact with the work that you do. And I really want to help you build your business so that you can reach more people with the work that you do and the services that you offer. I believe that that you have a lot to add to people's lives and the work that you do is so incredibly needed, especially in today's world for so many reasons. (laughs) And so, you know, a lot of why I'm driven to do what I do is to help you, to support you to continue to make that impact, to continue to be there for your community and to build a business that supports you, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Now, I know that there will 100% be hurdles and challenges along the way. This is not going to be an easy ride. This is not a to- this is not an easy ride. And let me tell you, it is not for everybody. The, the entrepreneurial journey is not for everyone. But if you're listening to this, then that tells me that you are someone who is willing to learn and, you know, wants to grow and is keen to expand and develop their business skills. And that is a really good sign because that's a sign that you probably have one of the most important characteristics that you need to grow your business. And I don't see this in everybody. And, you know, that is the desire to evolve and adapt and to grow as an individual. And it's a real challenge for some people to be in that mindset, to be in that place, to to want to continue to learn and to continue to evolve and continue to adapt. But if you can continue to focus on learning more and to continue to evolve for yourself and your business, that will really leave you in a good standing when it comes to growth. Now, there is a myth. <laughs> there is this little like lie that is floating around out there that for some people, business is easy. You know, that there's some studio owners out there who are kicking back with a cocktail on the beach somewhere while their studio brings them bag loads of profit. But here's the reality I've seen under the hood of most studios, and it is not like that at all. The reality is that the studio owners who are super successful have done two things very consistently. Number one, they have expanded their knowledge. They've gone out there and they have learned what they've needed to learn to take their business to that next step, to that next level. They've gathered the knowledge, they've asked the questions, they've raised their hand, and they've done things that have felt um, difficult and challenging for them. And they haven't just done it once. They've done it over and over and over again. The most successful studio owners that I know 
are folks who have actually worked with me and other coaches for years. They've been, they haven't just um, asked for help once. They have asked for help at every stage of their business growth. Because what happens is, is that, you know, once you reach one milestone in your business, what often happens is you get to that milestone and you find that something has shifted or something has changed and you need another set of skills at that point to learn and grow and to get to the next level if that's what if that's what they want. So they've needed to expand their skill set along their journey as their business has grown and their business has needed them to grow and evolve with it, right? So they've needed advice on things like working through a new challenge or if they perhaps have a new idea or or that they want to implement or if they want to perhaps start a teacher training program or they want to hire a key team member or even if it's something maybe that happens in their personal life as a business owner, like they need to take time off for maternity leave, or they need to take time out of their business for some other reason, or if they want to sell their studio or buy a second studio or a third studio or a fourth studio, there may always be something out there that they want to do. And when you get to that point and you reach that where you are the bottleneck in your business and you can go out there and develop that skill set that you need to get to the next level, that's what successful studio owners do. That's what successful business owners do. Now, the other thing that I see studio, successful studio owners do is that they are prepared to take action. And this probably sounds a little bit easier than it actually is. Because when we want to go and do something in our business, we want to try something new, there are always little questions and hesitations that hold us back. Always, always, always. It doesn't matter how successful you are or how big your business is. I've yet to meet a business owner who knows exactly what to do next at all times and exactly how to do it. So, you know, for example, if you are a studio owner who wants to up their email marketing and, you know, the first question that will come to mind is, okay, well, how often should I send my emails? If I'm already sending emails once a week and I want to improve that for my business, how do I do that? Do I send more emails? Do I send shorter emails? Do I send longer emails? Do I segment my list? There's always lots of questions that pop up and those questions will actually cause you to slow down and taking action. And if you don't look for those answers or you don't try something new or test out a strategy, then you're going to stay stuck. So the successful studio owners that I know they keep moving forward. They keep taking action. They keep trying new things. And even when they try something new and they feel like it may not have worked as well as they wanted to, they'll, they'll refine something, they'll change something, and they'll continue with it and try again. The, you know, the most successful business owners are those that stay in motion. They aren't always, they're not usually waiting for everything to be perfect. They're the people who know that by taking action, you know, and moving forward, it's the only way to get them where they want to go. And when they take action, they, they don't expect it to be perfect. They actually, you know, they don't, they don't expect it to be amazing and to get amazing results. They are going into it with that sort of, we're giving this a try kind of mentality. And when they do something, they do give it their best. They track their progress. They think it through. They use uh, solid strategies and then they take stock and then they evaluate their next steps along that journey. So I really hope this makes sense to you guys. Um, I've shared with you a lot about how I would think about the work that I do with my clients and some of the things that I've seen 
um, successful studio owners do. Um, and I've shared a little bit about, you know, how I got into this world. But here's what I want you to know about what you can expect going forward inside of the Pilates Business Podcast. This is your place to learn more about how to grow your boutique fitness and Pilates business with a little bit more ease and a little bit less stress. And I promise that I will share with you the truth, the real life insights, and I'll add in some inspiration, my favorite tactics and tips to help you become a more profitable business as well as a more fulfilled business owner. And I want to hear from you too. So whatever you're working on or whatever you would like to hear about, please let me know so I can get you the, the guidance and the insights and that you might find helpful. So get in touch. You can pop into the show notes to get details on how to reach me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this very first episode of the Pilates Business Podcast. Stay tuned for more. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.